What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens break the clock and spiel? What if unicorns were real? What if you could fly or travel back in time? We welcome you to What If World. What If World. This is What If World. Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. My name's Mr. Eric, your host. I am so sorry we missed a full episode last week, but I'm feeling a whole lot better now. So, I wanted to get right into our next question. Hello, my name is Heidi. I'm eight years old. I like Pokemon. And my question is, what if you could control the wind? Oh my gosh, Heidi. When I grew up, Pokemon was popular, and it's still popular. I just, I don't understand it. But I'm excited about it. (laughs) And, hmm, that's a really interesting question. What if you could control the wind? I think I heard about a character in What If World who can do that. Once upon a time, an Abacus P. Grumbler's workshop, he was working on a brand new magic wand. Oh, this is going to be my most powerful magical creation to date! With it, I shall control the winds! And every time I accidentally fart, I'll be able to blow it away before anyone's the wiser. Yes. Now I've just to cast the last enchanting spell and... Abra putabra. A long, loud poof blasted through the laboratory, clattering all his inventions this way and that, and his little wand flew right through the window with a crash. Oh, Wandy, don't go! I must have misincantanted again. <laughs> but off the wand flew taken by the wind far away from Abacus. It stayed there, trapped in the clouds, until one day those chilly little clouds decided to snow, and out little Wandy fell. Ooh! Oh, it's chilly down here. Wait, am I talking? How is that even possible? Do I have a mouth? Wandy found itself looking through two pin-sized holes at the tip of the wand, down to a slightly wider groove. Its mouth. I can see. I can talk. Abacus, you did it! You enchanted... me? Wandy looked all around, but all it could see were piles of snow. How long was I up in those clouds? I think when he enchanted me, it was a bright, sunny, warm day. If all Abacus's star charts at the observatorium are correct, then it was summer back then, and it's winter now. The little wand pulled itself up from the snow pile. Wait, how did I do that? I didn't think I had arms or legs. It looked down. It had formed icy little arms and legs out of snow. 
Wow, I'm a really powerful wand. I wonder if I can make anything else out of snow. Wandy felt out to the wind with its magic and scooped up a ball of snow and and thought of a creature it had seen in an open book one time. The snow whipped around and tightened up and took shape into a tiny little turtle-like cluster. Snurdle, snurdle. I made a snurdle. Like that creature I saw in the book. Uh, hey, snurdle. Would you be my friend? Snurdle? The turtle-like creature stood up on its hind legs and waddled towards Swandy. Yes, well... I don't really have any friends out here, and you don't either, so why don't we be friends? Snurdle, Snurdle. Little Snurl didn't seem to understand. It looked a little worried. Fine, we'll just get on all fours and let me sit on top of you. You can carry us out of this snowbank. Little Wandy waddled towards the turtle and tapped it ever so lightly. Snurdle! Snurdle shot a stream of icy cold water on top of Wandy. Oh, what are you doing? Stop it! And with a whoosh of her wind power, the snow of Snurdle tightened up into a little ball. All right, well, now I've got a little snow game on and a little snow game ball. Huh. But I'm still stuck between these snowbanks. Wandy tried to use its wind powers to lift itself up, but the wind cut right around it. Oh, I guess I'm immune to the wind. Probably so I can't get broken by it. Hmm, Abacus thought of everything except me stuck in a snowbank. But the wind that had cut around little Wandy had made another snow game on. This one was yellow. Wandy didn't want to know why. And it looked like a cute little mousy raccoony creature. Pika-snoo. Oh, hi, little Pika-snoo. Do you think you could help me out of the snow? Snoo. Is that a no? Pika-snoo. It shook its head back and forth. Why can I create you but not control you? Pika? Oh, it's no use. And Wandy thumped down in the snow. <laughs> it's so cold. Achoo! The little wand let out a big sneeze, and the wind knocked a whole pile of snow on top of Pika-snoo. Pika-snoo! A blast of frosty lightning shot out from the snow pile, and there Pika-snoo steamed, looking quite unhappy. Snow, snow, snow. It crackled with electricity as it walked menacingly towards Wandy. Oh no, what do I snoo? I mean do, I mean, Snurdle, save me! Wandy threw the little snowball, and the wind whipped around it, turning it back into Snurdle. Snurdle, Snurdle. It snurted out a jet of icy water right at Pika Snoo and... (laughs) Froze the little guy fast. I'm sorry, Pika Snoo, I didn't know what else to do. With another whip of its Wandy head... Pika-Snoo and Snurdle were little snow balls. Well, it seems like once I capture them, they they at least try to protect me. Now I just need one that can melt this ice. The little wand thought its warmest thoughts. 
remembering Abacus bent over a hot laboratory, crafting the little wand piece by caring piece. I don't know who you'll grow up to be, but I'll love you and you'll love me. When Wandy opened its eyes, the wind was pushing together piles of warm, glowing snow. The snow seemed to melt and condense as fast as the wind could blow it together, until an icy little dragon took shape, with a tiny flame burning at its heart. Snar! Snar! Snar? You can't understand me either, can you? Snarmander? Just listen to me! Snarman? I don't know what you're saying! I can't understand you! Ender, the icy little dragon hung its head, lashing its tail left and right through the snow. Why are you so upset? Wandy snapped. I'm the one stuck out here in the frozen middle of nowhere with no one that can understand me! Snarr! The little creature turned its back on Wandy and started walking away. The warm little fire at the middle of its heart seemed to have grown dimmer somehow. Snow. It let out a steamy breath as it walked away. And the snow started to melt in its wake. Just where do you think you're going? I made you so you have to listen to me! The light at its core grew dimmer still, no bigger than a candlelight and the snow that had been melting turned to rocky, hard ice. What are you doing? At least leave a melted path for me to follow. (sighs) Snarazard pushed on through the ice. Wandy tried to follow, but its snowy little legs kept slipping on the ice. Come back! The little dragon glanced back, but didn't turn around. Well then, You leave me no choice. Snow came on! Go! Wandy threw both snow balls in the path of Snarmander. Snurtle, snurtle! Pika snow! Snarmander! Snarmander's fire, a small orange candlelight, suddenly blazed bright blue and wild. Snar... Bizarre... Pulling in the ice and snow around it, the little dragon wasn't so little anymore. The little turtle suddenly looked at its wrist, as if checking the time. Snurtle! Uh, Snurtle! It ran off in one direction. <laughs> the little yellow snow came on, held up a tiny flower made of lightning. Snarizard! Snow! And Pika Snoo darted away, fast as lightning. Wandy walked up to the giant ice dragon. Was the little wand brave? Or angry? Or just confused, I wonder? Fine, Wandy said, marshalling a great gust of wind. I guess it doesn't matter. How many snow came on I defeat? I'm gonna be alone anyway. Snar? And she let loose that blast of wind and 
The great ice dragon was flying. The blue fire at its center was ragged and wild as it tried to fly gently on the raging wind. But Wandy let loose another blast and another and another. Why didn't you just do what I told you to? Off in the distance, it could see Snurtle swept up in the storm it had made. And Pikas knew too. I'll deal with you two later, Wandy said. And the wind let the two little snow came on go. Snurtle! As for you, cracks were appearing in Snarazard's great icy wings, and its blue flame had turned small and a little greenish. It let loose a steamy blast of dragon breath. And its icy eyes rolled back in its head. I guess I've won. And with a thought, all the ice and snow that had been Snarazard was whipped up by the wind into a tiny little snowkey ball that landed in a puddle by Wandy's feet. Scratch that. It landed in the puddle that used to be Wandy's feet. What? What happened? The little wand looked around. There was no more snow. No more ice. Just three shiny little snowkey balls. I guess the wind used up all the ice and snow in the battle. There's not even enough for my arms and legs anymore. But the sun was shining overhead once again, and the stranded little wand felt the warming rays and thought of home. I don't know who you'll grow up to be, but I'll love you, and you'll love me. Oh, Abacus, how could you let me end up all alone like this? The three little balls of ice trembled just a little, as if trying to get loose. I guess the three of you are stranded too, and it's all my fault. Well, I won't leave you like Abacus left me. And with a thought, Wandy's wind pressed an icy little button at the center of the three snowkey ball. And there stood Snurtle and Pikasnoo and the mighty Snarazard. Well, I messed up, you three. I just couldn't figure out how to control you, but... I don't want the three of you to sit here melting under the sun. So just go, okay? Just go find some nice cool shade and just leave me alone. The three little snow came on, looked at each other, and back at Wandy. Then Pikasnu gently lifted the little wand with its soft, snowy paws and put it on top of Snurtle's back. Snow. And with a snurt, Snurtle made an icy little seatbelt to keep the wand in place. Then Snarazard let down its tail, and the two little snow came on, climbed aboard. Snarazard's wings were still cracked, but a snurt from Snurtle fixed him up fine. Then Snoo shot a blast of lightning as the icy dragon pumped its wings, and Wandy asked, 
What are you doing? I can't understand you. But it was clear the dragon wanted to fly again. So, not knowing where the wind would take them, Wandy lifted them into the air with a gust. And off they went. The wind whipped around them, and these creatures of ice and snow carried Wandy through the clouds. The little wand should have been freezing, but it had never felt so warm. Wandy and the two little snow came on, drifted off to sleep. And in the morning, they woke standing atop a frozen lake that shared a shore with Abacus P. Grumbler's observatorium. The old wizard waved in their direction and blew kisses at the four of them. All grown up, I see. Even from a distance, you could tell the old wizard beamed with pride. Wandy looked up at the ice dragon. You brought me back. Snar. <laughs> Thank you. All I ever wanted was to get back here. The dragon flexed its icy wings. The light at its center was bright and warm and orange. What do you think your next adventure will be, Snarzard? The dragon seemed to understand Wandy's words, but not their meaning. Snar? Well, I think it's time the three of you were off, no? And with a nod of its little head, Wandy had made its own wings of ice. Then the little wand flew up and gave the great dragon's forehead a little tap. I don't know who you'll grow up to be, but I'll love you, and you'll love me. Snurtle and Pikasnoo had scrambled up the dragon's neck, and the four of them shared a big hug. Now the three of you are late for school. Brrrring! A bell rung from Abacus's observatorium, and the old wizard darted away from the window in a hurry. But it looks like your teacher's going to be late, too. The three snow came on. We're scrambling up the hill towards the great tower. And try to learn a few new words today, huh? Snar, snar, snurtle. No. Then Wandy looked around the big, wide, what-if world. And with a gust of wind, its icy wings carried it back into the clouds. The end. Oh, cool, Heidi. Gosh, I hope you liked your story. I haven't thought about those furry little cuties in so long. Folks at home, if you'd like to call us at 205-605-WHAT, you can leave a question all your own and help What If World whip up a brand new story. If you need a little help, I really would love you to use our question generator. Go to whatifworldpodcast.com and click the generator tab at the top. It can come up with hundreds of unique questions every minute, and it might help you invent a weird, wacky question all your own. Remember, What If World needs as many weird and wacky details as possible to make you a great story. Here's a couple of my favorite sample questions. What if I met a helpless purple were-llama? Geez, I hope you'd be nice to the little were-llama. What if a clumsy purple dragon spilled a bunch of polka dot paint in Buckingham Palace? Well, that's a mouthful. But I'd really love the challenge of telling a wacky story like that. 
So kids and parents, use that generator to help you generate wacky ideas. I'd like to thank Heidi for our awesome question, Karen Marshall for her awesome editing and producing, and Craig Martinson for his rad theme song. Until we meet again, keep wondering. Keep wondering.